feel right yeah i had to to feel it out okay make sure we were ready to rock it's good so this we're recording kind of late people obviously (laughs) not gonna they'll know when it's when it's out at a weird time weird day but we're recording kind of late and it's all my fault it's okay and uh uh i just was not ready for the consequences of your actions yeah (laughs) so I mean, I don't even know where to begin to 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 lay out all of all of the mistakes that I made. <laughs> we got a whole show, buddy. Yeah, maybe so, uh, let, let's start with the beer. How about that? That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Obi, tell the people what we're drinking tonight. Well, tonight we have the Hop Abduction Hazy IPA Craft Beer, sixteen fluid ounces, made in USA by Argentinian hands. Hmm. Uh, and we do, in fact, have a cold reader for this one. Uh, this one is from Prisian Pals Brewing Co. Never heard of them. Maybe it's Prisian. I'm not sure how to pronounce Prisian? that. Prisian? You guys can let me know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Hop Abduction. Amazingly tropical character contributed by a mix of American and New World hops. A cloudy beer with moderate bitterness, high body, and silkiness from grains, barley, oats, and wheat. The star of the craft scene, it does contain lactose. Oh, wow. So I will need some lactate. Uh, ABV is 5.2%, uh, 40 IBU, 1.06 OG, whatever that is, and 1.02 FG, whatever that is. Uh, relative bitterness gets a three out of five hops brewed and canned by Prision Brewing Co. LLC. Uh, that's in Doral, Florida. All right. <coughs> well, we'll see about that. Uh, hop score and or I'm sorry that bitterness score mm-hmm. and the only OGs that are here are right here. Yeah, this is episode 315 of the One Beer In podcast. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You can taste the lactose. <laughs> Scares me. Entices me. Right. This is the One Baron Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. Please like, share, and subscribe everywhere that podcasts are sold and listened to. It would do us really well if you did that. Leave it, some comments, too. Yeah, be a nice little kindness. Mm-hmm. Or, or leave a mean comment. Yeah. You know, just leave a comment. We can take it. We definitely can take it. Yeah. If you got something to say, you know, just fucking say it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, if you're not afraid of debate, I think that's what it is. You're afraid? You're afraid of the conflict? I think a lot of it is just, I yeah. don't really want the smoke. Kind of want yeah. the smoke. You want the passing smoke, like mm-hmm. the smoke in the doorway kind of smoke, but you don't want the real. They want the vape. You want the vape. Just the. The yeah. appearance of smoke. And then it's it, not and actual then it's smoke, gone. though. Yeah. 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 That's what y'all want. Mm-hmm. That's what you bitch ass motherfuckers okay, want. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Relax. 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 <clears throat> Good vibes. Good vibes. Come on. Positive vibes yep. only. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
What gave you bad vibes, Marco? <laughs> Let's get into that. I mean, oh, so much drinking. So much drinking. <laughs> <laughs> a little a little information about us. We're over 30. <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell? <laughs> and life changes after 30. Your body starts to go through a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Things start to stink. Sag. <laughs> Gray. Gray. <laughs> and uh, one thing that you that you lose that everybody talks about yeah. is your ability to drink. Like it's just it's almost as if you hit age thirty and it just disappears. It yeah. just it's like it's just gone. Yeah, yeah. It's uh I mean you the, the thing is you you can still drink, but there will be consequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it tends to be like a game of Russian roulette where I can go hard. I still can. But every once in a while, I'll be feeling it for about a week. Yeah. <laughs> every once in a while. So, you know, you got to take that into consideration while you're, you know, having fun the night before. Yeah. Have some water. That's all I'm saying. My older brother, he was like, I don't, I don't get hangovers. I'm like, you don't get hangovers. He's like, yeah, I mean. Like the next day, I'll just feel, you know, kind of tired mm. and just a little weird, and that'll last for like the like another three days. I'm like, <laughs> what do you call that? And I'm just tired. I'm like, that's a hangover, dude. Not nah, sleepy time. <laughs> you're you're uh, lethargic for three days yeah. after drinking. You don't think that that's a hangover? Just get a case of the sleepies. What can you say? So, <clears throat> uh, I mean, it's the one thing that everybody talks about. You turn thirty and you just can't handle. You're, you just can't handle your liquor anymore, mm-hmm. right? And I know there's going to be people who are like, I'm 40 and I can still. And and to that I say, you have an issue. <laughs> you have problems. You need to see somebody. Uh-huh. If you're not talking to a therapist, you need to be. Sure. Goes but for most people. For me, for sure. Yeah. So uh, at Red Light, we had our 16th anniversary. Yay. 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 Yeah. And... It was a beautiful celebration. It was awesome. Super busy. We had everybody and their mother was there. Every yeah. every every person, every regular that I've ever seen working there, they were there. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you know, just went off with almost almost went off without a hitch. Mm. And uh I'll probably go into more detail on that one a little bit later. Just suffice to say, uh when uh when an event says it's over at five, it's over at five. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's over at five. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe a lot of people think that the rules don't apply to them. Everybody thinks that the rules don't apply. Everyone is always looking at the next person and going, well, if they're still here, I'm still here. You feel like an insider maybe? You want to be part of the in-group that, Mm -hmm. you know, like the chef's table that stays afterwards? Well, you're not. Let's just say, let's just just be honest here. You're not. You're not part of the chef's table. You're not part of the brewer's table. You're not part of the bartender's table. Go home. Because I want to go home. <laughs> the kiddies' table. They're part of the <laughs> kiddies' the kids table. table. Yeah. And even the kids want to go home. They're yeah. tired of this. They can't have fun at a brewery. No. So uh, that was Sunday. <clears throat> we usually have the bars usually close on Tuesdays. And so on that day, uh, our owner... He decided he was going to take everybody out. We were going to have a nice day of drinking with the whole crew. Nice. 
all the bartenders and everybody, the managers and all that stuff. And let me just say for the, I mean, it was nice, you know, for the first couple of hours, it was a good time. Yeah. Got, everybody got to talk and laugh and are you able to themselves. say where you went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we uh we went to uh we went to ten ten okay. brewing. Very good. We basically just hit that, that strip. strip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Ivanhoe, uh GB's bottle shop. Um, you go to Nora's? Yes, we definitely went to Nora's. Okay. And uh I mean, she's still the same <laughs> lady. Just she just, feels like an NPC in a video game, yeah. you know, that you just like like a shop owner. Yeah, you walk in like no, she's just just there. Yeah, <laughs> you can just wander in the door and she's so mean and and so nice at the same time. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, how she's so accommodating, and then at the same time you're like, I mean, it, she's like the soup Nazi. Like the second <laughs> you say something wrong, you're on her bad side, and she's just, she's just yeah. Orlando's quirky aunt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we hit that, and then we hit somewhere else, and then I think we ended at Hideaways. I okay. I think. That's usually the end of the road, yeah. I mean, at that point, I was I was out. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, done. Yeah. It's, it's a nefarious uh, drinking trail because at the very end is when you get the liquor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is not good. Yeah, so that's... That's definitely what the issue was. Yeah, this is an entire path that has mostly breweries, mm-hmm. uh, beer parlors, things like that. And at the very end is like a dive bar that has liquor. Oh, you know what else? Hmm. I didn't find this out until two days later when I when I worked again that somebody told me that I had bought an old fashioned. <laughs> oh, no. At the end, dude. Oh, no. So this is after. At a dive bar. No, no, no. We had hit Matadors. So we'd come back and hit Matadors. That makes more sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, but, but at, at the dive bar, Mm -hmm. we, we, uh, we bought these shots. Okay. So, oh boy. So listen to this. We got there and at this point, everyone was kind of fading. Yeah. They were like, all right. You know, some people started to go home. We were like, dope, cool, whatever. Me and one of the other bartenders who I'm cool with, I'm like, bro, we, there was a, there was a bridal party oh. there with us and they were all in like these silk pajamas because they didn't want to wear their dresses yeah that makes sense so i was like <laughs> i brought him over and i was like hey man you want you want to do some cool shit <laughs> and he was like i always want to do some cool shit and i was like let's buy a shot for this whole party uh, uh-huh and then they'll look over it and they'll see the compliments of those two gentlemen and you do the exactly and he was like oh yeah definitely let's mm-hmm. fucking do that so <clears throat> We buy the shots. I go to the bar and I'm like, okay, we're going to just do a simple tequila shot. We're not going to do nothing crazy. Um, what's your like bottom shelf? And I said, whatever your bottom shelf is, reach down below that and grab <laughs> that. Use that bottle. If there's a bottle like rolling around on uh-huh. the floor, grab that one and, yeah. and pour the shots. Ring out the bar rag. <laughs> right. and put that in some cups. Yeah. So we did. Everybody took the shots. It was awesome. Everybody was like, it, you know, the plan worked exactly how I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, oh, my God, look at these fucking cool guys over here. And I was just <laughs> like, yeah. Uh-huh. And I started talking to one of them. And then, like. Y- you remember this, though, right? This is this is all. I remember all of this. Okay. This is where the light shut out. Okay. So pretty much after this is where it, it's, it starts to. Fade. Fa- like, like the light comes on <laughs> and it goes out <laughs> yeah. and it comes on. The shot began to uh, hit the brainstem at yes, that point. Yeah. Just, yeah. And then it just. Zzz, uh-huh. And you just like in a movie where you can just see the <laughs> and open the up walls are closing bit, in. Like, just gets a little. Uh-huh. 
so I remember all of this. I'm talk. I was talking to one of the girls. She was digging it. Then one of the dudes in the bridal pa- shower, he takes her outside, and then they're out there arguing. Oh, and I was no. like, ah, I wasted all this money for fucking nothing. <sighs> oh, no. So after that was when I guess we hit a point where it was like, all right, well, we're just we're just going to just hang out and, and drink more. Yeah. And we had food at, at hideaways, but it was too late. Yeah. You know, we were Damage drinking. Damage was done. We were drinking Mickey's. Yeah. We were drinking uh, just... I mean, we'd started off drinking like really good craft beer, right? And then just each bar, you just it just gets less and less. And yeah. then, like you said, you end at a dive bar. So what are you gonna drink there? Like fucking just the shittiest stuff you yeah. can find. Get a Mick Ultra. You're just trying to you're just trying to continue to drink. And I just didn't realize how much that I had had. Yeah. Because everybody else was like, I asked one of the other bartenders. I'm like, well, how how are you doing? He's like, I'm a little tired. I'm like, well, how did, you, how did you get home the other night? He's like, ah, I drove home. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I felt fine. I stopped and got some Taco Bell. But I was like, how much did I drink versus everybody else? Oh, what my God. What the fuck was going on? And he's like, yeah, man. He was the one who told me. He's like, yeah, dude, you. You went crazy. You went nuts. You bought I, an old-fashioned at the end of the night. I had two beers, sir. I'm like, bro, why would you let me buy an old-fashioned at the end of the night? I can barely stand up. He doesn't know to I'm keep like, you out of trouble yet. Yeah. No, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't know me well enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully he knows now. Yeah. So, I mean, all of this, a friend of mine gets an Uber for me. Shout out. That was awesome of them to do that. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I did the classic. We all know how this ends. <laughs> I mean, and dude, I was... I was so close to home. Oh, no. I was right outside the house, and I was trying to get the door open. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I couldn't I couldn't communicate to him yeah. that it was about to happen. It's like Jason like, Voorhees is coming to, <laughs> is slowly approaching, and you can't get the key. <laughs> and then you drop it, uh-huh. and, you, and you look down, you look up, and then that's it. I threw up all over this guy's car, <laughs> all over the backseat. I threw up on myself. By the way, this is the shirt. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I washed it. Nicely laundered, I see. Yeah. yeah so nice. You can't even tell. Very good. Only only a couple of chunks on yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. <clears throat> threw up all over myself, threw up in the guy's car, got out of the car, and threw up in every bathroom <laughs> in my house. <laughs> then, when, then went to bed, tried to sleep. Woke up like three or four hours later, then threw up in the bathroom again. Oh, God. Then finally was able to to get to sleep. That's that bottom, bottom shelf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. It was definitely the tequila. Yeah. Definitely the tequila. Yep. I mean, it was the mix. It was the of beer, course, of course. tequila. Like then good craft beer mm-hmm. plus cocktail mm-hmm. plus crappy beer mm-hmm. plus low underground shelf cellar. Tequila, cellar tequila. Uh, shot, by the way, not not even a cocktail. Yeah, a shot, a shot. Uh, and then on top of that, you throw some uh, greasy food. Yeah, yeah. I, try, I tried to. I thought you could soak it up with. A, I mean, and and the other thing was what we ate was just horrendous. Of course, we got all of their appetizers. Mm-hmm. We got two patty melts, mozzarella sticks, fries. Uh, some other shit I can't even remember. <laughs> Seems like cheese curds in my mind, but it's uh-huh. probably not that. But yeah, 
So just the shittiest thing you could put in your body. Yeah, yeah. At, of course. It's what the body wants yeah. in that moment. So I had to, I dealt with that for the next Ooh. three days. Right. It was just, I mean, I luckily I I threw up so much that I think I got a lot of the, the evil poison out. out. Yeah. yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> Before good. my body could have to deal with that. Yeah. Usually, I mean, it's diarrhea city for <laughs> for like a day, <laughs> for like a day and a half. I appreciate the honesty with the world you're giving right now. Uh, You're welcome, guys. This is a little about me. Whereas, uh, you know, for comparison's sake, let's say in our early 20s, say 21 to maybe 25, uh, that all would have been encompassed in a morning. Yeah. And then the afternoon, you know, you're feeling better. Yeah. That's fine. By dinner time, ready to go again. Ready to go. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I'm, I remember nights that we've had. Yeah. Where I've had those kind of. Episodes. You were there. <laughs> you were there. Yeah. And then, yeah, mid- midday, you're just like, well, as long as I get a, a good meal in me. Yep. I mean, we usually would like Danny's or IHOP or something. Mm-hmm. Big, greasy meal. Of course. And then that's you just kind of sleep it off. You're good. And then, yeah. yeah. Sleep until noon. Mm-hmm. Roll out. Get some water. Some Gatorade. A burger. Mm hmm. Good to go. So the lesson here, kids, is if you're in your early to mid twenties, drink as much as possible. <laughs> because when you hit thirty, you can't do that anymore. Or drink responsibly or forever. Drink responsibly forever. <laughs> yeah, you could do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, we that's advise that on a legal level. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. So, <clears throat> if you guys are wondering, I'm oh, in episodes a day or two late. It's because yeah. yeah. I did it. <laughs> it's it's the fallout of uh, Red Light, Red Light's Sweet 16. There you go. So that could be the title of this episode. <laughs> Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. That's that's the that's that's it. Well, at least you had a good time. Had to get that off my chest and yeah. out of my body of and course, onto yeah. my chest. <laughs> yeah. Right back <laughs> on there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, You know what else? When you hit thirty, you 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 get to a point where you either you either stop appreciating things like good food, quote unquote, mm-hmm. or you lean heavy into it, right? Yeah, because you 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 start off if you're like a mid twenties foodie hipster, everything you try to appreciate everything, and like your entire yeah. identity is based around the food that you're eating or craft beer. With a craft beer, yeah, and all, uh, and your social media is just filled with pictures of the beer you're drinking or the food you're eating, and that's your entire identity. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a point where you're like, I I don't care, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I don't care. I'll I'll just eat the mozzarella sticks. I'm just I'm t- I'm too tired to try to find the artesian artisanal, you know, gourmet. Like, I don't care. Just keep, or or you lean heavy into it. Right, and you're like right. the only things I'm going to be eating are this kind of food yeah. for the rest of my life. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think steak is a big one. Yeah. I think steak is a big thing in that in that area of like, are you going to be the person who's like, ah, just put it on a plate. I don't care where it comes from. Yeah, it's uh, it's such a an identity mm-hmm. of what kind of steak person you are. Yeah. If you even are a steak person. Some people don't even like steak. Um, but yeah, what... How you like it done, if you're a type of person, how you cook it, how oh, you yeah. cook it's a big one. That's a big one. Uh, 
everything surrounding there's a state culture mm -hmm. and subcultures within state culture what i've realized is there is literally a culture around everything, everything. yeah everything yep it's kind of, it's fascinating mm -hmm. everything you can find a subset of people who are nerds about it yeah and yeah this is no different and <laughs> so I don't know what it would as far as you're concerned. I mean, we have to figure this out because when this weight loss challenge is over with the other person is going to have to know you're going to have to know how to cook my steak. We so, never agreed we'd cook it the way the other person oh, wants it. Oh, fuck you. So, oh, oh, that's now now we're going to troll. We're going to grab some fucking bullshit and just slap uh, it on. No, I'm, yes, I'm, we did. I'm we gonna, said it had to be. <laughs> we, I we, just I want to make that vegan steak. Oh, <laughs> oh. That just mound of, of mud. <laughs> what was it? Ugh, just, I have no idea. I mean, it had to it had to have been like a black bean, soybean thing uh -huh. that they just Smushed. mashed together. Yeah. But, just, oh, okay, yes, I vaguely remember us saying of the other person's choosing. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely. Yeah, yeah. In the style of the other person's choosing. You definitely choosing. need yeah, to yeah. put your foot in it. Okay, yeah, that's You're fair. You're not going to sit here and put some, you know, just a, just a hungry man on, on the yeah. on the plate salisbury steak yeah, yeah call it a day fair enough so there's i guess there's a tweet going viral now about this steak or the steakhouse in pittsburgh mm -hmm. where on the menu itself they literally will not cook your steak well done yeah and media uh, medium well they respectfully cannot guarantee that they will be able to cook it medium well right uh to their standards to their standards said. right they are like this i'm sorry this beef is the quality of this beef is too high mm -hmm. for us to waste it putting it on the flat iron and then just leaving it yeah we're not gonna do it right and this uh, this you know inevitably inevitably gets people up in arms mm -hmm. people are really delicate about the way that they cook their steaks how they want their steaks and <clears throat> how i guess you're some people look at it as an affront to your personal freedoms yeah to, for a for a restaurant <laughs> to be like look we're not gonna do it that way that's so. that's what that's what this debate turned into yeah <laughs> was like people saying well i just simply will not go there because they are Keeping me from my God-given right to eat a burnt steak. Well, if, if there were more people who said they won't go there, I would be fine with that. Because that's the point, right? Just don't go to sure. a place that doesn't cook the thing. But there was a lot of people saying, this is bullshit. How are you going to tell me how my steak is going to get cooked? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you didn't pay for it yet. It's not <laughs> your steak. Yeah. You you don't have a freedom to steak. Yeah. You know, like they Not can at make someone it someone else's home. No, they can make it however they want to, yeah. which, which is the bottom line. But, you know, at that at that same time, they could lose out on your business. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's a pretty fair trade off. It is. It's capitalism, baby. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. But apparently it's only capitalism when it works for certain people. Mm -hmm. or, or I should say capitalism is good when it works for certain people. Sure. When it doesn't, that's when all of a sudden it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're infringing on my freedom, What is sir? this? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. No, it was wild seeing people, a lot of people. 
mad at the restaurant and thinking and saying like this is bullshit you know i want my steak cooked the way that i want it who are you to tell me how i'm gonna have my steak it's like look dude stay home make your own steak (laughs) right no one's telling you how to make your steak Mm -hmm. what i'm telling you is that when you come to my home this is how steaks get cooked Yeah. yeah i think what people are losing sight of here is that they're not saying you can't have your steak that way ever (laughs) (laughs) they're not going to have the steak police come in and and arrest you for having a well done steak yeah (laughs) um although they should they should yeah yeah you deserve to be in jail you deserve to be in jail um but yeah i i think just uh, again this is that like cultural affiliation with how you want your steak done yeah and it, it becomes a weirdly personal discussion yeah you know I, yeah. I think it 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 because uh, there's a lot of like pretension around it too. Definitely, because I I feel like to be fair, that entire thing, that entire menu setup of like we're not going to do well done at all. Uh, medium well, we're going to kind of slap your hand a little bit for mm-hmm. the rest of you guys are cool. Yeah, that alone is pretentious. Yeah, if people want a well done steak, I would put it. You know, if you want to be funny about it, put some fine print in there going you suck or something, you know, or like mm-hmm. we don't agree with you doing this. If this is your first time having a really good quality steak, we recommend you doing a medium. Right. That's it. Right. You don't have to, you know, be a, a, a snob about it. Yeah. But that's their choice. And it's kind of fun. You know, if, if you're on that other side of the debate yeah. of, of not wanting a well done steak. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think any place that wants to serve the food, here's the thing. It, it is a conversation based solely around, steak because it's so it's become so like culturally ingrained in american society of like how a steak should be cooked yeah and how other people decide like there's a there's this selection of people who are like this is how it should be made Mm -hmm. and then there's another selection of people who are like no that's disgusting but nobody ever has a complaint when say you make a chicken bacon ranch quesadilla you know people like people Latinos don't go in there and be like, the fuck is this bullshit? Yeah. Like this is not a chicken bacon ranch, sir. <laughs> like, or like it's an affront to the idea of a quesadilla. It's not, it's not offensive. Yeah. Yeah. No other thing like that is, no, no other food item I think is like that. I Bur- mean, unless, Burgers come close. I feel like there's yeah, a burger culture. There definitely is. Pizza. Pizza, too. It, but Okay, but now we're getting into specifics. If you start to start, if you stay... If you say like this is my version of a bow bun, uh-huh. and it's like an abomination, right? Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of people who are like, "That's not how it's supposed to be done." Sure, that's fine. That's Spe- I get that. specific cultural touchstone foods. Yes, when you get into like fusion and things like that, yeah, it gets a little. It can get offensive because it's like this is part of my culture ingrained, and now right. you're taking it and bastardizing it and not doing it right and calling it what it's not. Right, exactly. Steak is one of those things that's just. It's an item. Yeah. It's not a cultural a thing. I guess the way that it's the way that it gets made is a cultural thing. Sure. And uh, I mean, you see a lot of black folks like their steak cooked well done. Not all of them. Mm-hmm. Black people are not a monolith. <laughs> but there are a lot of black folks that like their their steak cooked well done. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of us who, who just who just want to pull them out of whatever that thought process is. Yeah. And, and and just say you're you're <clears throat> you're depriving yourself of something so beautiful and mm-hmm. so delicious and so juicy and just yeah. why I I grew up in a well done house mm. I grew up in a well done house 
Um, I say that with some level of shame. But <laughs> I remember. I remember when my mind was changed, and it was when I went over to my friend Ryan's house. Yeah. Uh, in elementary school. I think I, it was maybe maybe the fourth grade. Ryan uh, lives in Texas, originally from Texas, was living in Orlando at the time, though. Uh-huh. Uh, so obviously steak was on the menu. And there I didn't get an option oh, okay. when I was there for dinner. And so we had a th- uh, old thickum steak, medium done. Uh-huh. That's it. No options. I looked at it as this pink juice was sopping out of it. Besides myself, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to get some kind of worm <laughs> and die yeah. because this thing is still mooing. And then I tried it, and I'm like, I didn't know that steak had flavor outside of A1 sauce. <laughs> right. I thought steak was was slightly fresher jerky. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I tried that, and I was like, I mean, this is it. And then I didn't get it again at home until maybe three years ago when finally I was given the freedom to make steaks for Mm. my family. And I said, look, just trust me. Just trust me. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for a little while now. I, I, you know, I, I I gave it to him medium. I said, look, a little bit of pink in the middle. It's not going to hurt you. Mm. I promise. It's only going to be good for you. Uh, My brother also got in that train too. Yeah. And so together we, we presented a unified medium steak front. <laughs> and I'm proud to say to this day, that's what my family is now. This is good. Yeah. This is nice to yeah, hear. Yeah, we've made some improvement there. Yeah, because not my family. No. My dad will go so far as to have... I who I think he's had a... I mean, I could see his face when he gets a medium steak. Mm. When he's just like... Oh, Slight disgust. Yeah, it's a little little too pink for me. Yeah. My mom, well, she doesn't eat meat anymore, so that's, that's out. Mm-hmm. My brother... Well done. He's just one of those guys who's like, yeah, just just burn it. shit out of it. Just cook the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? And he's like, that's how I like my steak, son. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> just and I've, every time we go out, I'm like, why don't you just get a hamburger? Mm-hmm. Why are you why are you wasting money? Yeah, because that's what it is. And I saw some people in the comments of the tweet going, you guys just don't know how to cook a well done steak. Right. You I make mine make nice juicy. and juicy. Like, no, you don't. No, that's sauce, sir. <laughs> that's sauce. I just I or don't, oil. I don't believe you. I just don't believe no. that you you can make that your steaks, your homemade steaks, are as tender as a medium rare or a medium steak at like a nice steakhouse. They can't be. There's there's like it makes sign no scientific sense that a well done steak is going to be as tender, juicy, or flavorful yeah. as a well done. Or as a uh, medium steak. Yeah. You know? Like, it just it, it just makes no sense. No. It can't be. It can't no. be real. No. I mean, you can, you can <laughs> of course, crust it with all the seasoning you want. I'm sure it's going to have flavor then. Yeah, you can make it taste good. There's no, like, I'm not fighting you on the taste of it so much as, like, you can season the fuck out of it. Sure. Like you said, you can go to the store and get steak seasoning mm-hmm. and then have your A1 sauce on the side. Sure. By the way, side note. A1's gross. <laughs> you don't like A1? No. And I always used to get A1 with my st- when I was a kid because mm-hmm. I thought, as you did, that that was the way that sure. they were well done with A1 sauce. Mm-hmm. I thought because it's steak sauce. So yeah. I thought you're supposed to it, eat steak it, with it. It makes it palatable. Like it makes it easier to chew and to swallow. And it, 
it 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 tenderizes it <laughs> a little bit. The internal lubricant yeah, for steak. Exactly. Otherwise it like literally gets stuck in here. It's <laughs> <laughs> and so I would every time we would get steak, I would get A1 sauce with it and I would just I'd like this is not good. It's too yeah. It's like sour. It's very tangy. I don't yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just don't. I just think that's not. It's not a good taste, in my opinion, mm. to go with steaks. I, I hate a one sauce. Finally, when I had a good steak, and some and someone was like, a really well done steak is salt and pepper, garlic butter, thyme in the you mm-hmm. know when you, and then that's it. You don't have to. And I was like, oh, you don't even need the N- sauce. Not well done. Not well. Not done. not temperature wise. No no no. Oh, yeah. No no no. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> A well-made steak. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, and, and yeah, I was. My mind was blown. I was you, like, "You don't. You're you don't supposed to taste the, the, the beef. You're supposed to taste this. Weird. Every bite. Yeah, strange. So yeah, a one sauce. Yeah. So that being said, uh, I think we have to come to a head on this one. What is your steak preference? Medium rare. Okay. I got medium rare. Okay. Uh, you prefer grilled? Do you prefer? Uh, flat top. Uh, do you prefer reverse seared? Um, I like that reverse sear, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. I think. I What's your favorite uh, cut of steak? Porterhouse. Okay. You gotta get that big fucking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. T bone. I've never had a tomahawk. It's, it's too much. Yeah, it's a lot. It's too big. I see sometimes on like these food network things or like on YouTube where they're cooking a steak that's like three inches. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who's that for? Yeah, I don't know. Who's eating that? That's too yeah, it's just too much for me. It's too much. I don't like that. Let's see. I, any anything that's like too like when you see when they make burgers and burgers like, you know, 6 or 7 inches high and you're just no. like who's no. eating that? It's it's unappetizing to me. Yeah, make me a human-sized burger. When you see these foods on Instagram and they put like they make like six cheeseburgers and then wrap that cheeseburger in a burrito and like shove it in a plastic bag and yeah. tie that up and then and then and then they cut it down the middle and give you a cross section yeah. and you're just like it needs mac and cheese too must, yeah right mac and cheese and then they just drown it in some kind of like weird sriracha mayo mixer yeah. mi- mixture and you're just like that's inedible I'm not I'm <laughs> yeah. not eating that that's crazy that's a certain point it, it it starts looking gross maybe that's another thing of turning thirty. Yeah. You just look at that stuff and you're like... That Instagram food is just not for me, man. My colon weeps. It starts off... Like, the video starts and you're like, that's a nice cut of beef right there. Uh-huh. And then they just keep piling <laughs> shit <laughs> no! on top. It's like, why? What have you Enough! done? It was so good before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you, you pulled up cuts. Yeah, different cuts here. Um, I'd say my favorite is probably a... It's hard to say, but I'd say a ribeye. I want that on an open flame. You get some nice caramelization of all that fat. Render it. Uh, just salt, pepper. Yeah. And uh, that's all she wrote. Yeah. But I need that. I need that fat to caramelize. Yeah. I want a very hard sear on that. Yeah. But medium on the inside. Yeah. So you put it on for maybe five minutes. Flip it over. Boom. <clears throat> Boom. Delicious. Yep. Done and done. Yep. Yeah. People just have low standards for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> or no, I think it's it has a lot to do with fear and misinformation. Because yeah. when I was growing up, you know, if you see any pink in the meat at all, it's like you're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. Yeah, you're eating a um, an uncooked, uh, and that's blood right. gushing out of the, the beef. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, you go your 
you you go your whole adult life thinking that you're drinking blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely fear and misinformation. And it's you. I get it. I get why there's people who are like, look, just cook it all the way. There's no don't don't take it off. Just cook it all the way. Yeah. I don't. I don't I don't care about your standards. I don't mm. care about the culture. Just cook my food all the way. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But it's just, uh, I don't know. Those same people, they don't want to eat sushi because it's raw. Sure. They don't want, like, it's just some things where, like, my uncle is that way. Mm-hmm. He's just so unadventurous when it comes to food. And he doesn't want to eat anything but Americanized food. Yeah. Cheeseburgers. Like, he won't even, I, I was making a, if I bring, like, any kind of ethnic food home from mm-hmm. anywhere else, like, if, if if we go to, like, a Mexican place and bring burritos or something, and he's just like, eh, nah. Not for me. Nah, I'll just eat yeah. liverwurst. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's his sandwich of choice. Liverwurst, mayo, oh, white, untoasted bread, smashed together. So it just gets, like, mushy in your mouth? Yeah, doesn't it make oh, you just want to throw man. up? Man, just the idea of like just mushy liverwurst. It's just like this thick, pinkish <sighs> gray mass. Yeah, and then Miracle Whip, which is the worst oh, of all the no. <laughs> it gets worse, <laughs> and then he doesn't even toast the bread. I'm just like Uncle Scotty. At least toast the bread so mm-hmm. you can give yourself some kind like a texture change that there's something mm-hmm. that's just not this mush this just soft amorphous just you might as well put it like in a gogurt packet at that point you know <laughs> or just or grab it with your entire hand <laughs> yeah right yeah so at least they're not that at least they're getting to be things. fair to be fair i am still weird about chicken i want my chicken a little dry that's fine, yeah. um, because there's a fine line between a really well-made piece of chicken, yeah, and salmonella. Sure. So, yeah, that's a little different. Yep. I get that. Yep. I get that. Um, if you get people who don't know how to cook, yeah, you could run in. You could run into a lot of issues. So there is a there is a fine line, and going out to these places, you are trusting a stranger. Sure. I get that. In in um in a lot of places I don't trust so I'm going for the first time or if it's like a dive bar or something and I'm getting a burger and they ask what my doneness is going to be, I'm going to say, well. Yeah. Just because I don't know. I don't know the quality of their beef. I don't know what they're doing back there. So, yeah. you know, just to be safe, I'll do that. Yeah. I respect that. I but respect only if I don't trust them. I just don't know why you would want to go out to a place where you have to spend $60 on just a steak. Just for them to burn it. Yeah. Well, you know? it's just because that's the way you like it. And that's the way they're going to do it, Marco. That's the way they're going to do it. That's the way they're going to fucking do it. Yeah. 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 How do you guys like your steaks? Let us know. They all should be medium well. Or, or medium to medium rare, in my opinion. Yeah. Not even medium well. I didn't even think that. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with this steakhouse's opinion. <laughs> it's just like I'm like I'm not going to do it. We're not going to do it. So just go to Applebee's. If you want 
your steak cooked to a crisp. Mm-hmm. You can have your steak however you want it over there. Yeah. Don't walk into these doors and then go burn it. Well, that could no. be the little parenthetical on the bottom is uh, well done. Go to Applebee's. Yeah, if you want, well done, go to yeah. Applebee's. Yeah. You're not. Don't come in here. It is. It is pretentious. Of course. <laughs> but and so are you. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. When it comes to that, fine. I'll take yeah. it. Okay. I'll take the pretension. Okay. All right. Yeah. You take it. I will. It's been taken. <sighs> I'm just thinking about my uncle's sandwich, right? Yeah. I just can't get it out of my head. The uncle Scotty scam- sandwich. <laughs> the Uncle Scotty special. Uncle Scotty special. The Scotty special. <laughs> Liverwurst and Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip's so gross. It takes on, it's just such a weird. It's a sweet spread. It Yeah, it's not right. Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. Because every other mayonnaise has like a similar taste to it. Mm-hmm. There's qualities to your mayonnaise, of course. Yeah. But every other mayonnaise has a similar taste, except for Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip is not mayonnaise. It's Miracle Whip. It's a different thing. And it, like it's one of those weird things that they can't legally call mayonnaise if they wanted to, you know? Is it? Yeah, it's not mayonnaise. Doesn't that shouldn't that make you want to be like, well, this doesn't belong on a sandwich that needs mayonnaise? Do you know in order to call it mayonnaise, it has to be made in France? Shut up. Shut- <laughs> you had me for a tenth of a second. Thank you. Yeah, mayonnaise. Oui, 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 oui. How do you say a mayonnaise? A mayonnaise. A miracle whip. A miracle whip. A miracle whip. These beers aren't strong enough. Uh-uh. No. Uh. <clears throat> All right. Uh-huh. We got we got a little bit a little bit of time left. Okay. Let's end it on a on a high. Okay. Let's talk about video games. <laughs> I love it. Love it. So there was E3. Yeah. Which kind of... I, I know I'm not the only person who thought it came and went. Yeah, well, I mean, this year is, uh, you know, different. Yeah. Because, of obviously, we're still getting back to the new normal. The new normal. Uh, so there wasn't a physical E3. Why not, though? <laughs> do, they think that, do they think that that was too many people? Well, here's my thought. I think that... At the time that they would have been planning this and like getting all the booths together and getting you know everything rented out, they had to. We're talking months in advance. At that time, they probably didn't know whether or not people would be willing to travel, uh, especially internationally. Some people still can't travel internationally. Um, the state of vaccines, all that stuff. So I guess that's true. Yeah, I think it was yeah, more to have of to a plan something that far in advance. Yeah, you don't know. If it was something that they could have done like immediately, then yeah, they probably would have. But. Yeah. If I mean, yeah, it just feels like the pandemic is just coming to this slow, like bur- slow burn end. Like it's just like the yeah. embers of it. It was just kind of slowly fizzling out. Yeah. And everyone thought that there would be a date that we would be able to turn into a national holiday of like when the pandemic ended mm-hmm. and everyone could just open their doors and freedom, freedom. Mm-hmm. And we were just going to come out into the streets and like do cartwheels and shit. And yep. instead, it just kind of doors just started to slowly <laughs> creep open. Are, are we okay? Or did we make it? 
some places never closed. Yeah. It was, they were all just looking at all the doors slowly opening. <laughs> like, what took you so long? Right. We've been out here farting and shit. forever. <laughs> Love breathing your air. <laughs> so, oh, fucked up the angle. What have bit. you done? Sorry about oh, eh, that. <clears throat> so, yeah, I can see why it would, it would be difficult to, uh, yeah. to plan that. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. So, it started off with the Summerfest, which is actually not technically E3, but had some of the biggest announcements. Um, I won't go through it all because you haven't seen any of it. None of it. None of it. Okay. Just so give us your highlights. The big winners of this entire showcase, probably Microsoft and Bethesda together because they're one thing now, mm. right? Uh, Microsoft bought Bethesda. So all of them games like Fallout and all 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 the kin of those um, are going to be exclusive to Xbox moving forward, which is good for Xbox. Yeah, um, not good for us. But no, no, they showed their new sci-fi game, which looks pretty cool. Um, no gameplay, just a little trailer. What's it called again? Look it up. Um, <laughs> it's a. It's, look it up. Um, but yeah, Xbox definitely showed off some cool indies, um, and also Starfield is the name of it. Starfield. Yeah. I wanted to say Skyfall. That's not it. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah. Xbox had some really cool, um, kind of indie-ish games that were showcased there, but the big one obviously for Xbox is, uh, you can go ahead and guess it, Halo. Mm-hmm. So... For single player nerds like me, didn't get anything. <laughs> it's, it was all multiplayer they're showing off. Yeah. Essentially. Uh, which is not a bad thing because the multiplayer looks awesome. And the big reveal, I'm not sure if they revealed it there necessarily, but the big announcement and big conversation, I should say, that's being had over uh, Halo is that uh, the multiplayer is going to be free to play. Ooh. So, and cross gen for PC and Positive. Xbox. Cross gen. No, not non-PlayStation. <laughs> Don't you dare. No, no, no. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it looks really cool. It it looks, I mean, better than that first showcase they had of, of Halo that looked kind of crummy. Yeah. Um, that people were memeing. Um, but, again, not having really anything for single player. Knowing that you're going to have to pay full price for just the single player now. I'm kind of like, oh, well, you know, like... I'd be much more excited if we knew more about that and were had yeah. more solid footing of what exactly that was going to look like yeah. if you're going to ask people to pay 70 bucks for just a single-player campaign. Yeah, they're getting a little weird with that Yeah, because it's kind of the same thing with Battlefield. Well, and that's been the big conversation, too, is that people are saying, you know, Battlefield now is going to be just multiplayer, but you're asking people to pay full price for just multiplayer. Yeah. So they're kind of diametrically opposed games, so... You know, multiplayer on these games in particular tends to be more important yeah. to most players. So, I don't know. I think Halo kind of has a leg up on Battlefield in this specific yeah. department. Yeah. So, we'll see how that all plays out. Um, but it's just interesting. This It's going to be interesting to see this play out uh, as far as who ends up being more popular. I know, obviously, Battlefield's going to have more people able to play it. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm curious to see what happens to Halo moving forward because it's been in kind of a weird place since the last game. Yeah, 
and the Master Chief Collection and like how long those games took to kind of get traction because when they first launched, <laughs> the multiplayer was all broken and stuff. And I read some 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 nerds op-ed about Master Chief and how he was like, look, it's they need to stop dragging him out and just like keep rehashing the story with him. Like yeah. It seems like his story has been... I mean, his story's been going on other than... Uh, what was the one that he's not in? Um, Reach. Yeah. Halo Reach. The prequel. People thought like, oh, okay, cool. They're going to do some like cool shit without him. And ODST. And they were like, no, we're going to bring him back. Yeah. To fans... Much to fans... F- fans... I was going to say fans fanfare. Hmm. Fans fanfare. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are like... Uh, like how long are we gonna do this? You know, and some people I think because like here's the thing, with other icons of their consoles or genres, their their stories are not like Mario, for instance. He's just a goofy character, yeah, right? It's cartoon. You can do character. whatever you want with he's a cartoon character. Yeah, but obviously with a more uh, like a Joel. Yeah, Nathan from, Drake. Or Nathan Drake. Like, yeah. you have to end that story at some point. Yeah. It just can't continue. True. And people are like, what What point does Halo stop with Master Chief? And then what do you do once it's done? I think this would be a good point, too. Because, you know, you can put a cap on his story with this one. Because I, I, I tend to agree with that, having played through the last campaigns, the most the most recent one. I mean, it like it was good, but I couldn't help but feel like there's not a whole lot of ground to tread here. There's a lot of mysteries left in the story because they leave him kind of ambiguous as a character on purpose. But it's like, you know, I'm ready for new stories to be told in the Halo universe. Yeah. And uh, they, they keep dipping their toe into it because, they you know, they had the campaign where you play half as him and half as the, pe- the team going after him. Yeah. So... And then again, like those older games, ODST, you play as like a completely side team uh, and Reach is a prequel without him in it. So I think they keep playing with the idea of moving on beyond Master Chief. And I, maybe they'll do that with this game and kind of sunset him as character. And then the next ones we'll have is more like an open-ended thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, eh, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. <coughs> um, what other highlights did you see? So beyond that, I think uh, the other big winner this year was Nintendo. Mm. So they're bringing out a lot of old fan favorites, which is what Nintendo's good at. So we're getting another Wario game, which will be fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are getting another Mario Party, which is bringing back a lot of the old N64 maps and minigames that people wanted in the last Mario Party. Hell yeah. And it's going to be online too, so you can play online. Um, so I'm excited for that. Uh, the, I guess, second biggest reveal was the Metroid game they're making. Oh, shit. So, you know, they're making another Metroid Prime that's in the works. But in between that, they're making another 2D-style Metroid game. Okay. It's called Metroid Dread. And I have already pre-ordered it. Because <laughs> um, it looks really cool. It looks like uh, it's... Like almost a survival horror kind of like feel to it. Yeah. Um, but very dark and very like creepy. Uh, you know, this is the first time that I've had a Nintendo console while it was in its current gen. Really? So that like 
games that are coming out, I'm like, oh, I could get that. Like, <laughs> I could be excited about that yeah. and not be, you know, buying it after the fact. Right, right. Like, this Metroid game, I'm like, eh, maybe I'll buy it too. Yeah, you that should. Sounds like you fun. should. It looks cool. It looks really cool. Um, and I'm excited for it. So there's that. The biggest game, I mean, obviously Breath of the Wild 2. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, as someone who just recently beat Breath of the Wild 1. <clears throat> it took you so long. I don't, like, forgive me, fans. Uh, <laughs> it took me about a year and a half for that game to click for me. Yeah. I kept jumping in and out. Like, I hated the weapon and uh, shield damage and just them not having any durability at all. You break them after hitting a, an enemy, like, four times. Yeah. It gets really annoying. I hate that. I did but then I just kind of accepted it and started progressing in the game more and more and getting stronger and stronger and the puzzles were fun and just kind of taking the pressure off of like I think this single player nerddom of mine uh, bit me in the butt with this game because I wanted like a linear story mm. it's not that game it, it, you just this is a world that you explore and there are puzzles within it and little like beats within it that you can play around in. And it's basically a, a sandbox. Yeah. So you have to wrap your head around that and learn how to play within the confines of that. And it's incredible. It, I, I think it's a modern masterpiece now. Like I... <laughs> if the story was a little bit better, I'd say a 10 out of 10. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Okay. Excuse me, 5 out of 6 bottle caps. Yeah. Right. Five and a half. Five and a five half. half. Five and a half. Um... But yeah, I mean, it's just it's uh, there's no better traversal of a world than in Breath of the Wild because yeah. you can literally climb anything, you can fly off stuff, uh, you can use like the entire world's built on mechanics that all like work together. I'll, I can gush all day about it. But anyway, Breath needless of the Wild. to say, Breath of the Wild Two, which is not the official name, um, which they haven't revealed yet, looks. Like it's just building on top of that. Yeah. Um, this one's going to be more aerial based. Looks like there's going to be like flying islands in the sky. Okay. Uh, very Miyazaki esque. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it just looks incredible. I want to know more. Yeah. There's been lots of speculation that you're playing as uh, young Ganon. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So that would be interesting. Yeah. And it, there seems to be some like time travel mechanics within it now, too, that they're adding to the pile that you have. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super interested. I have nothing but faith for that team yeah. to make another classic out of this. And I mean, if you haven't played breath of the wild and you have a switch, I implore you give it a shot. It may take a while for you to, for it to sink in, but go into it and just play just, you know, have fun. Yeah. Don't be so focused on trying to get everything done. Just explore, find the little temples they have for you to find. Um, and just focus on getting your like stamina up. That's it. All right. Yeah. I need to do that. Mm -hmm. Did you get it yet? No. Oh, come on. No. It's on sale. I know. At Best Buy right now. Yeah. Maybe I'll go and grab it at Best Buy okay. tomorrow. Yeah. You should do that. All right. Yeah. Well, before I do that, we're going to have to review these beers. All right. We can't do anything else until we review these beers. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Tonight's beer was from the Parisian Pals Brewing Company, the Hop Abduction I Hazy IPA. Do you think that it had three 
out of five bitterness score. I actually do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it uh it was more bitter than I was expecting it to be with the lactose. I thought the lactose would really mellow it out. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really getting a whole lot of that lactose kind of like smoothness that you usually expect from a lactose beer. Yeah. Um not that I think that's a bad thing necessarily. Um, hopefully that means they didn't put too much lactose in it. Otherwise, <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Yeah, we'll have a story for next week. I sure will. Um, but yeah, I uh, I thought this was a pretty solid beer. I mean, you know, not too heavy, uh, not overly flavorful, uh, but has a good amount of that hoppy flavor you look for in an IPA. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a solid four. I think if you if you're looking for something a little lighter. Uh, but you still want that hoppy bite? Might be up your alley. Just uh, you know, take a lactate if you need it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it a four too. My review's not as glowing though. Huh. I just think it's kind of um, a well. I mean, it's it's a it's a well done <laughs> IPA. Uh huh. But it's you know, it's not it's nothing special. It's nothing. It's just we've. <clears throat> I mean, I can't. I I don't even know. I've lost count of how many IPAs we've done on this show. How many IPAs there are in stores? How many IPAs get made by these breweries? Breweries, these breweries, breweries. And uh, I don't, know, you know, this this didn't rock my socks. Yep, didn't knock me socks off. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. It was it was good. It yeah, was good. it was solid. Yep. Um, if you you know if you see this somewhere uh, at a tap room or if you visit Parisian Pals, this is solid. But I would look. I would see if they got better shit than this. <laughs> yeah. So. But still four out of six. I think it's still solid. Solid. So. Think we got it? I know we got it. All right. Then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In Podcast. For myself, Marco Dupa. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. I love you, Bruce Hughes. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Long live black Superman. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Have a beautiful evening. Cheers. Maybe that's where the dislikes are coming from. (laughs) (laughs) We have like three subscribers that tune in just to see if we say it. And when we do, (laughs) downvote.